All right, so let's talk a little bit about the markets here. Welcome to Bull Bear Radio. Market pricing is nuts. Each week, we catch up with WBI's experts, Matt and Don Schreiber. Down 77%. You know what you need to recover from that? A miracle. WBI brings you wealth building market insights. Yo, hi, it's Matt Schreiber here, and this is Bull Bear Radio. And we're coming at you as we do here every week on Bull Bear Radio. We are in the midst of earnings season. Is the dividend doctor in the house or what? Blockbuster earnings season, says the dividend doctor. The blockbuster Higher, earnings season. Yeah, man. Higher oh, dividend no, but payback, the, dude, the stock market, buybacks, the, all kinds dude, of great stuff going on. Yo, the market is not moving higher. Hashtag, dude, where's my bull market? Oh, dude, you can't hashtag something that's a sentence long, okay? <sighs> Come on. Sorry. You, you know, hashtag OMG, like we were talking last week, that's like a long hashtag, you know, these days. These, these kids have them down to a science. And, uh, you know, anyway, so, dude, you know, so Blockbuster Earnings, well, tell me, you, you think we have blockbuster earnings? I don't see the market going up. It must mean that the earnings weren't that good, right? I don't know, man. Amazon comes out with uh, earnings that not only beat expectations, Dude. they shattered the ceiling two times expectations. Two, two times. No, over two times. They they doubled, over doubled their earnings. The earnings were up 120, almost 121%. One two zero point nine five percent. I mean, they crushed earnings. And by the way, revenue was up forty two point nine two percent. Amazon forty two point nine two percent revenue. That was a, it increase. was a big company before. They wow. weren't making money, but boy, they making some money now. Those dudes over there, and they're and they're killing it from a sales perspective. But hey, the one thing is, how much more of the brick and mortar can they keep stealing? Uh, and how much longer can that revenue rise at that clip would be my question. But Unfor who, care who cares can, at the moment? They can steal as much as they want. Uh, at the moment, I mean, it's it's looking great, you know. I mean, they're doing <laughs> they're the so Darth, good. Darth Vader now, Death Star to now, retail. <laughs> yeah, well, talk about Darth Vader Death Star. I mean, Fang has been uh, falling lately, if you haven't noticed. You know, gross stocks led by Fang, have led this kind of market volatility recently because we've had all the Cambridge Analytica stuff and, you know, Zuckerberg, you know, going to Congress and all this kind of stuff. And Fang has really up, torpedoed the market. Well, why are they beating up on Apple? Oh, they might not they haven't sell as reported, many cell phones they haven't as they reported, sold in the past. As we go through this every yet, single year. They're going to be reporting when this, uh, you know, just as this thing's coming out. And I'm sure they'll do just as fine as they've ever done. Absolutely. I almost can't even speak. They're just as fine as they've ever done. I mean, come on. They're going to do fine. Now, you want to look at the other uh, FANG stocks, Don? I mean, they don't pay dividends, dividend doctor, in some cases. But do you want to know what the FANG stocks have been doing this earnings season or what? I think our Man, listeners want to know. They, if they don't pay dividends, the dividend doctor is, like, not impressed. <sighs> okay. Well, you know what? I was impressed. You know, I, I know, I know, Don. 
hold on a second. I know you like to buy low, sell high, you like low PEs. These stocks don't have that, okay? But one thing that they do have is earnings. They crushed it. Facebook, 62.5% rise in earnings. 62.5%, okay? Google, 28.46%. Amazon, 120, like I said. Netflix, up 60%. That's earnings. That's earnings this earnings season for Fang, okay? Revenue averaged an increase of 40% almost across all Fang stocks this quarter. So listen. 48% for Facebook. The Goog was up 23%. Amazon, 42%. Netflix, 40%. Somebody might want to bet on uh, uh, Alphabet. So uh, one of the things that's held back stocks, I believe, in this earnings season is because there's been this big tax adjustment. So earnings have been boosted by the cut from 35% at the highest corporate tax level to to 21%. And, you know, if a company was paying 35 and went to 21, that's about a 40% increase in net earnings. Okay. But you want to know something? You just said something you, important, you, really yeah, important. Okay. The Maybe Fang I'm smart stocks, then. Fang stocks basically had a revenue increase, not adjusted by the Tax Act, revenue increase of 40%. That's what I was just going to say. I mean, these stocks are crushing it from a revenue perspective. Who cares about the earnings? And by the way, the analysts stink at their jobs because you know what? Amazon blew away analyst expectations by almost 3x. Are you kidding me? Why do we even listen to analysts anymore? Let's listen to what the companies do. Let's let the numbers talk. Let's, hey, I like rising earnings environment for you know making an investment i'd rather buy stocks when they're doing well their fundamentals are strong than when they're not doing well okay or they're declining well okay so let's look at s p 500 companies on the whole okay 266 companies reporting through the uh, you know the data that i'm seeing here we have a 25 percent increase in earnings that's pretty solid across you know 266 <laughs> over half are you kidding me and then sales growth seriously that sounds good to me am i am i just you know uh really really dense don or or is there something to this stronger that's that's stronger than last week as more companies report the numbers are getting stronger Investors, uh, I, I agree. Man. Wake up, wake up, dude. What are investors it doing? Get much better than now, this. This is awesome. Now, now there's some some sectors that are missing some companies at the moment, and and their earnings and and revenue growth are looking a little soft. But, I, you know, you look at half the energy sectors reporting, uh, fifteen to thirty one companies, sixty six point nine percent increase in earnings and sales growth of nine percent. This is phenomenal. Materials up 27.5% um, and uh, 13.7% increase in sales. This is nuts. And that's 14 and, to 24 and, companies reporting. So you have about two-thirds of the sector reporting. It's This is strong. On the earnings side, the earnings sector, or energy sector, excuse me, those, those increases in revenue and increases in earnings are essentially before... The price of oil started to tick up and got in the 70s. And look, dude, quarter. Yeah, I mean, the price of oil controls no how kidding. much revenue they get. So, so next and how quarter, much earnings they print. Right. And 
the price of oil has been going higher. I know. That, that story so is getting stronger. It's only getting better. It's only going to get better next quarter here. Materials, you know, the, the trade wars thing has inflated prices here in Q1. Same thing with materials. I mean, I've read uh, lumber prices have been jacked up through the roof recently because of, you know, there's a lot of that lumber coming from north of the border in Canada. And, you know, with, with this tariff talk, uh, they've raised prices. Uh, industrials, right? Um, you, you, they're doing great. 25% uh, increase in earnings. And, and I'm looking at almost a 10% rise in revenue. So if we got this global growth thing going on, this is pretty strong. And by the way, consumer discretionary, 36 to 78 companies reporting, dude, the consumer's not dead. They keep spending money. If anybody's seen, uh, Amex, you know, Amex, uh, people are using the, the plastic like crazy. They had a huge beat uh, and rise in, in uh, revenue and earnings, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, anyway, consumer discretionary, 11% up in earnings and 10% on, uh, on, on revenue. And usually Q1's a stinky quarter for, for retailers. Well, you know, did you see the uh, GDP print this morning? 2.3%. That compares to 1.4% in the first quarter of 2017. That's a big number. That's a significant increase. Now, it's a slight slowdown. Oh, first quarter is almost always softer than the uh, uh, third and fourth quarter because that's at business momentum builds. And then fourth quarter spending for the holidays tends to rob first quarter of consumption spending. But this is a strong print. This looks good. This sets us up for a 3% GDP plus easy. And it's showing that the U.S. economy is strengthening. This is all good news, folks. Yeah, all man. All good news. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, uh, retailing is doing pretty good. And anything that's online retailing is absolutely crushing it. Anything that's online media, on uh, online retailing, these companies are doing phenomenal. Um it's, it's just incredible when you look at the underlying numbers and what these companies are doing. They're just really doing uh, some serious earnings damage uh, in a good way. Um, I'm loving what I see here. So, you know, and geopolitical tensions and trade tensions have essentially gone from, you know, really high skyscraper high right into the basement. I mean, you know, did you see this record? Did you see that North Korea and South Korea are going to come up with like an official truce, like the war's over and denuclearize the entire region, you know, the peninsula. And guess what? That hasn't happened for 70 years. I know. And, and look, hey. Infotech, right? Apple's getting beat up. Whatever, man. Information technology companies, the sector in the S&P 500, up 32% in earnings. All right? But what's more impressive, 15% rise across the sector with 31 of 68 reporting and revenue growth. you got to be kidding me. I mean, some other sectors are not doing quite as well, like utilities or communication services, uh, like telecom, you know, telecommunication services, but there's not all the companies are reporting yet, but come on, man. It's just, it, it's, it's really good. And it's not too good to be true. Is it? Am I, am no, I, man, the difference between the, the, you know, AT&T who posted yesterday and got essentially dragged out to the woodshed because their numbers weren't strong enough. That's old tech versus new tech. Now people, AT&T is trying to solve that problem. They're, you know, 
going to buy a whole bunch of new tech. They're going to get in the game sooner or later. But we're not worried about that. Overall, U.S. companies are doing phenomenal. And we've got stock buybacks, as I said, dividend increases. The average dividend 8% increase for S&P 500, 500, 8% higher this this quarter. Holy moly. Right, right. So the, the big thing for, for AT&T was they missed... Uh, you know, on on uh, revenue, they they had a quarter that was negative, down three percent on AT and T, up fourteen percent for earnings. But look at Verizon though, up twenty three percent on earnings, and and revenue growth was six point five percent, six point five seven percent. That's pretty good, right? Not yeah, too shabby. Right. Verizon over the last ten years has been um, much more competitive. Uh, you know, building and and buying new tech solutions, they're getting, you know, a, out of their own way. Absolutely. AT&T's a little Absolutely. behind the curve. They, they're a little they'll, bit more behind the curve. You know, they'll get there. AT&T's trying to buy, uh, if I'm not mistaken, um, you know, uh, CNN and the Time Warner franchise and all that kind of stuff, right? Isn't that what's yeah, been going the, on? You bet, for their content. That's a, that's good content. They're getting in the media so, side of the game. So, by the Make way. some money there. Make by the, some money. By the way, let's look at small and mid-cap companies real fast, you know. We updated folks on that uh, a couple of weeks back. It was really uber strong for, uh, you know, the um, small and mid-cap companies of the Russell 2000. Don, what are you thinking? you thinking these companies are going to do real well this quarter or what? You know what I'm waiting for, Matt? I'm waiting for these companies to melt up. The SMID stocks have been showing a little bit of signs of outperformance on up days and better performance on down days. And if investors really start to you know, smell the roses here and appreciate the phenomenal performance that these companies are laying down, this, this small and mid-cap companies are going to zoom higher. Look, if you guys, if people aren't listening to Bull Bear Radio yet, you need to be listening to some Bull Bear Radio because we're bringing it to you, you know, strong. So with 547 companies in the Russell 2000 reporting out of 1933, um, you know, 8% earnings uh, surprise this quarter, 6% revenue surprise. So, you know, beats across the board. And then you take a look at what the companies actually did. So a, a lot are out, outperforming expectation here. Earnings growth of 31%. Whoa. Whoa. That's beating the Bam. S&P 500 and, and revenue growth of 10%, almost 11, 10.67%. And again, you see some of the same trends in some of the same sectors, but man, these companies are doing great. So, you know, like, oh my God, small healthcare companies, right? So, some of these are probably going to be biotech, the smaller healthcare and insurance providers and all that kind of stuff. It's up 75% on earnings growth, 25% on revenue growth. I mean, holy cow. The banks. Up 41% for financials, 263, a 391 reporting, up 41%. Are you kidding me? And and revenue growth, 13.32%. I mean, this is nuts. Folks, you got to follow the money. You got to follow the money. Follow the you, fundamentals, you wanna, you wanna man. You want to invest where it's strong, not where it's weak. Whoa. Hey, speaking of weak versus strong. So, so Don, should I just buy the whole index? Why people are pouring money into stocks offshore internationally? 
Last week or the week before, you came out with some staggering stats on the beginning of earnings season for Europe, man, and I was shocked. Oh, holy cow. Let's, man, we got red let's numbers see. instead let's, of let's green see. numbers. So, hey, I'm going to even do the Dow today just for uh, comparison purposes because I want to make a point that I did a long time ago. So, look, the Dow, 21 of 30 reporting, up 26% on earnings. And nine percent, almost ten percent, nine 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 point nine two percent on revenue. What a great the Dow! The Dow should be flying right now. What is wrong with investors? I mean, I'm going to get sick here, dude. Where's my bull market? I mean, dude, where? Why are we like not running hard here? Now, what is the best? What has been the best economy, strongest economy since the financial crisis in Europe? You in Europe, in Germany, Europe. Germany. OK, so let's look at Germany, Germany. If you look at the DAX, uh, there's 29 companies in the DAX. You want to know what the DAX is doing this earnings season? Yeah. Dropping like a rock, baby. Earnings 4.66 percent down, negative. down, negative. negative, negative. Great. So uh, the. the so the PEs, the, the PEs might be lower happening? here. I, I, People yeah. are selling this stuff, Dude, right? Dude, revenue growth <laughs> 1.4%. You know, why Why are you plowing your money over there, man? I don't understand. Why not go where money's going to be treated better? And by the way, yields over here are better, unless stocks are dropping like a rock, but they haven't been overseas. I mean, I just don't understand that one. That's a little bit flabbergasting to me. One of the other things that investors need to take into account is, you know, what's the dollar doing? So if you're a U.S. investor and you're investing uh, internationally and the dollar is strengthening, you're going to lose money on your local currencies. So, you know, when the dollar is weakening, which it had been for a long time, um, you know, you tend to get a uh, some wind in your sails, a boost to your offshore prices. But that has changed. What we got in Europe is negative interest rates and quantitative easing because oh. their economies aren't as strong. In the U.S., everybody's worried about the Fed. Everybody's worried about 3% on the 10-year. This is not anything to be worried about. Our economy and companies are doing phenomenal in the face of the rate hikes that we've already encountered. Right now, we're in a pretty good spot. Yeah, we are. And and a couple of the Fed governors have said, look, look, guys, you know, <laughs> we might not get too crazy here about, you know, rates going higher from here. So, Nothing from, uh, you know, Fed Chairman Powell, but look, okay, 500. Not much inflation. Where's my inflation? Hey, dividend, dividend doctor, hold on one second. I'm going to bring, you know what, when we get back, I'll, I'll take you into the largest 500 companies in Europe per the uh, Bloomberg European 500 Index, and we'll tell you, you know, what that looks like. We'll be right back. At WBI, our goals are simple. We build outcome-oriented investment solutions to reduce loss and maximize return. We want to grow the largest capital base possible so you can achieve your goals. Call us today at 800-772-5810 to find out how we can help you and your clients be successful. Yo, we're back. So, uh, you know, geez, man. I love all this data. It just really gets me fired up. You know, I love love to look at you know, the underlying data these days, because so many people do not pay attention to it. They don't pay attention to it like they used to. You know, the Bloomberg European 500, which is kind of their own mix of the largest companies in Europe, 363 companies are in, in that particular index at the moment. There's 170 companies reporting. 
and earnings growth is coming in at a whopping negative 0.51%. So a half a percent negative. What do we have on the uh, 500 S&P? It's like, uh, what? It was, 20? It, was, it was like, yeah, north of 20%. It was just cr crushing. So we got, we got mean, 20% plus versus a half a percent negative, and uh, yeah. everybody's talking about putting your money yeah, and, uh, into and, Europe offshore. And, and by the way, if I'm not mistaken, right, there's 11 of 17 energy companies reporting. We, we were on the S&P up around 60-some-odd uh, percent on earnings growth. Um, and, and again, double digit sales growth. Um, but you know, earnings are crushing it here versus over there. Revenue growth was 13.76%. If you want to like go back and rewind here, I'm sure you could get what I quoted before on, on About energy, 24%. you know, uh, check me out on Twitter or LinkedIn and, and, and I'll be happy to respond to you if you have questions. So will Don for that matter. You know, if you're listening to bull bear radio, we like you a lot. We'd hit the pound, uh, pound that like button for you. So anyway, Anyway, uh, all securities reporting, earnings growth, negative uh, 0.5%. Don, you want to take a guess at what revenue growth looks like? Negative for, earnings growth for, for the companies reporting here, all securities. What do you think? What do you think the revenue two, growth is? 2.5% positive. Dude, wow. That was a phenomenal guess. We didn't discuss this, folks, before the show. 2.31% positive. You want to know how many sectors were negative on revenue so far? One, two, three, four, five, six sectors negative. Out six. of? Out of out of the normal, you know, uh, you got energy, materials, industrials, consumer discretionary, consumer staples, healthcare, financials, information technology, telecom, utilities, and real estate. So 11 sectors, just like the S&P 500. Yep, 11 and you sectors, got half just like of the S&P 500. Yep, those are the GIC sectors. Yikes. And you've got half of them negative. Yikes. And by the way, hey, there, listen, there's listen, a couple teetering a really on negative territory, to, too. To, I think it's a really good idea. You know what? I'm going to plow all my money into European stocks right now. Yeah, man. I don't like these U.S. companies. I don't like them. They're record they're, earnings. They're so overvalued. And revenue. And, and they got all go these, these tax tax uh, favorable tax treatment. I want and, to take it offshore. And I'm going to take it off. And, and I'm going to invest in companies that, that have negative, negative earnings growth and, and are teetering on negative revenue growth. Um, what makes what, sense to me, doesn't and, it? To you? Yeah, it makes total sense. And and there's only one way interest rates in Europe can go from here. I think, unless <laughs> they go more negative, right? No, I mean, come on. They can't go they, negative. They, they got to go, go higher from here. They got to go up hey, from here. I'm and they cheering, have no growth. I'm, cheer, I'm cheering I'm for you guys for across the pond, man. But I am cheering for their economy and their stocks and their interest rates to move higher based on fabulous growth. Yes, but I'd they don't have any. But if you're an investor, why would you want to be parking your money over there and you're losing money before you even have the hopes of it going up? Especially with the dollar rising. That's, That's what I'm bad, saying. The dollar's bad, rising. Bad. And then you've got bad earnings. It's just it doesn't seem like a good, good, good uh, educated financial decision to me. A I don't lot know. of what's going on right now is confusing to me. It's, it's confusing. It's really, it's really confusing to me, too. So, Makes no so, sense. No logic in it at all. So, Don, you, you think like the you, what, what do you think uh, Britain's doing? I mean, uh, maybe I can take a look. I don't know. Um, let me see if I can get that up here. Give me two seconds. Uh, we don't need to go that. Deep. Oh, you don't want to go that deep. I love nah. I love to take a look at this stuff, man. It just gets me fired up. How about France? 
France. France. Well, I liked I, I like Macron's visit, man. Yeah, you man. Know, oh. Really nice. Oh. I think things are, are so earnings I'm are looking cheering, negative cheering, there too. I'm cheering for France I'm, too. I'm cheering baby. for them too. Not not looking great there. Uh, yeah. Okay. So maybe we'll back off looking overseas because I think it just looks depressing at the moment. So let's let's move on. Yo, if you want some bull bear blend, you want the bull blend or the bear blend, you know, direct message us on uh, Twitter. Uh, check me out on LinkedIn. Man, I'll get our nice ladies over here who do a great job on our marketing team to uh, send you guys out some K-Cups. So if you got a K-Cup, next cup of coffee's on us. Thanks for listening to Bull Bear Radio. Check us out on Twitter. Got a lot of good market information out on Twitter happening every single day. Follow us there for more information. Check us out on LinkedIn. And, uh, you know, get us on iTunes, man. Subscribe. Keep listening to the podcast. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. Tell your brothers. Tell your sisters. Tell your mother. Uh, oh, yeah, that's twice on the mother. Tell your cousins, your second cousins. Tell your whole family. Tell your community. All your friends. Yeah, man. If you want to tell people, we got stickers, too. We got the bull bear icon head. You want a sticker? Hit us up. We'll send you some stickers, too. All right? I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but, man... We got a cool logo. We'll still send you a little bull bear head. Uh, tame the bear, run with the bull, man. Have a good one. We love doing the show. Thanks for listening. This is Bull Bear Radio, where each week you can count on our real market news and advice. Catch all of our podcast episodes at WBIinvestments.com. Past performance does not guarantee future results. The views presented are those of the podcast participants and should not be construed as investment advice. Podcast participants or clients of WBI may own stock discussed in this recording. All economic and performance information is historical and not indicative of future results. This is not an offer to buy or sell any security. No security or strategy, including those referred to directly or indirectly in this podcast, is suitable for all accounts or profitable all of the time and there's always a possibility of loss. Moreover, you should not assume that any discussion or information provided here serves as a receipt of or as a substitute for personalized investment advice from WBI or from any other investment professional. To the extent that you have any questions regarding the applicability of any specific issue discussed to your individual situation, please consult with WBI or the professional advisor of your choosing. This information is compiled from sources believed to be reliable. Accuracy cannot be guaranteed. Information pertaining to WBI's advisory operations services and fees is set forth in WBI's disclosure statement in Part 2A, Form 80B, a copy of which is available upon request.